Welcome to Jean and Mike do the New York Times crossword. Hi, I'm Jean. And I'm Mike. And today we are doing the crossword for Sunday, January 15th, 2023. So, did you do the crossword? Yes, I did. And did you find it a bridge too far? It was a bridge too far for me. Oh, I see. <laughs> As it should be, because that was the title. That was the title and the theme of the puzzle. Mm -hmm. A bridged too far. So, yes. Yeah, it was sort of an interesting theme. It was an amazing construction, I thought. Mm -hmm. Just uh, whoever did this, who was our author? Michael, Michael Schlossberg. Schlossberg. Uh, oh, I was just quite impressed with that. First, I was impressed with the grid. Because it just looks so different. And I I checked, and it is symmetrical. Mm -hmm. You know, it almost didn't look symmetrical, but it is. All right. And, um, but, you know, just those uh, long uh, stretches of black squares uh, kind of in um, cascading form there with the, within the singular black squares. It just, it looked very unique. Mm -hmm. So it also looked like there were an awful lot of long answers, which there were. Uh, but those were part of the theme. Right. And the theme, I, I must admit, and this is my shortcoming when it comes to uh, great works of literature and cinema, uh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't really know a lot of these. Um, uh, answers, but I, I have heard of them, so they they were common. But I I can't say that I really know the the actual stories behind them. But hmm. but what the um, what the uh, theme included was a number of clues that were um, about plays and and behind or they were sort of like the synopsis of a of a story, mm -hmm. and then behind them were two different dates. Uh, the first one was <clears throat> 23 Across, play about love and heartbreak in ancient Greece. And the dates were 1605 and 431 B.C. And the answer, if you got it correctly, was a, midsummer's, a Midsummer Night's Dream, which was a play by Shakespeare that was about love and heartbreak in ancient Greece, um, although it was a comedy. But... but um, Within the answer there, there were some circled uh, letters, and they were the M and E of summer and the D, E, A of um, dream. And if you read that, it's Medea, mm -hmm. which I t understand is a play that was written in 431 B.C. Right. So, uh, and I don't know if that's a play about love or heartbreak in ancient Greece, but I'm assuming it must be because... Uh, Apparently, both the the actual answer and the answer that you get in the circled letters um, answer the clue. Mm -hmm. It is, by the way. Is it? Okay. I vaguely remember it. Uh-huh. Uh, the next one was the one I was most familiar with, uh, which tells you uh, when I did all my reading. Timeless children's classic about country dwellers' friendship. This is 37 across 1908 and 1881. And the answer to that was the wind in the willows, but the H, the E in the, and the I and D in wind, and the I in in uh, were circled, and that spells Heidi. 
Uh, and um, I do believe Heidi was also a tale of, it was a children's classic tale, um, not so much about country dwellers' friendships, or about a little girl that lived in the Alps, but I guess it was about her friendships too. So, so anyway, that was the whole juxt of the of the um, theme. There, mm-hmm. there was two two answers in one, mm-hmm. and they both answered the clue. Uh, the other ones were forty four across mag- magnum opus about a young man family and the concept of free will. And that was Crime and Punishment with Dune, actually, uh, circled within that answer. Uh, The next one, 76 Across, coming-of-age novel about a teenage boy and his isolation, 1951-1986. And we had that for the answer, The Catcher in the Rye, uh, and then Hatchet. I don't think I've ever heard of Hatchet. Have you yeah, ever heard of that? I, no. I have not. I've no. heard of Axe, but not Hatchet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, the last one was a uh, tale about soldiers and treachery in Southern Europe, 1940 and 1603, uh, For Whom the Bell Tolls and Othello. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess, yeah, Othello is a tale about soldiers and, and treachery. It's, yeah, I guess it is in Southern Europe. <laughs> so, uh, but for whom the bell tolls. And then kind of the revealer clue was right at the bottom in 121, in a nutshell, or an alternative title for this puzzle, to make a long story short. So that is, that was the theme, having two, two in one. So we got two first right. in this, in this puzzle and uh, one long, one short, uh, but they both answered the clue. Mm-hmm. I must say, as as far as being a New York Times type of crossword, you can't get much more New York Times crossword-ish than something that's got all of these sort of um, uh, historical and literary references. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's just like, and of course, I knew, I knew a few of them. I knew the longer ones. Like, I recognized all of those. And that actually helped a lot. I, I recognize them. It's just... I haven't read them all right. or seen them all. I've seen a Midsummer site, a Midsummer Night's Dream, and I've seen Othello. Um, but I, I am sorry to say I have never read For Whom the Bell Tolls, <laughs> and I did not read The Catcher in the Rye. How about Crime and Punishment? No, I, I did not read Crime. You know, just that name does not really grab me like, oh, I really want to read Crime and Punishment. <laughs> so, so no, I missed that one too. Mm, okay. So, <laughs> but, well, but you'd read the titles. Uh, but I, I recognized the titles. Mm-hmm. And, and I did read The Wind in the Willows. And mm-hmm. I remember Heidi, kind of, <laughs> when, we, when we did our unit on Switzerland. <laughs> so, I think I read um, about... So there were a few I knew, but mm-hmm. a lot I didn't, which is, which is a shortcoming. That's but, okay. <laughs> you just think of this these are as your marching orders uh-huh. these are things now that you have yeah, to start reading that's right that's i'm right. going to start with the wind in the willows and uh-huh. work my way up uh-huh. <laughs> yeah that's a good one to start mm-hmm. with i think so uh-huh. or or maybe uh maybe medea uh-huh. <laughs> that's probably pre- i should do Can it you in, check medea out of the library <laughs> I, I should do it in chronological order uh, yeah there you go Actually, from my from my university library, I can get about any book anywhere. Really, I'm pretty sure I can go in and say I want to see the Gutenberg Bible, and they'll say it'll be in next week. <laughs> They're pretty amazing at what they can do. That's good because I 
I, you know, we have a lovely public library here where we live, but I don't think it would have Medea on the shelf. Or the Gutenberg Bible. That would be <laughs> no, especially prob- surprising. Probably not. Ritual for the Constitution. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, I, th- I thought this was a, a, a good crossword. I had considerable difficulty sort of finishing it up. And it's often the case with me when there's sort of like a, a, a complex theme, I'll get through most of it. I'll get the theme all figured out, and then I still can't sort of put it together. Uh-huh. Um, I was having problems with things that I should have known, like 131 Across, city that lends its name to a variety of ice cream. And I'm like, okay, vanilla, strawberry, <laughs> chocolate, cherry, that's it, I'm out. And I had it, um, it was running into a couple of, of crosses that I didn't know. So 122 down, zhuzh up. I have no idea if that's how you pronounce it, but it's Z-H-U-Z-H. Uh-huh. And so it's amp, as in amp up. Yeah. And then the one next to it is what threw me. Small word for small. And I put lit, as in little Oh. <laughs> and so I had I had N A didn't know the next letter T E S and I thought it's got to be Nantes Nantes or however that Nantes however that's pronounced yeah, uh-huh. the the French city and so like I didn't know they were known for ice cream uh-huh. and I kept thinking about Neapolitan and I was trying to figure out how Nantes would work into that uh-huh. anyways um, eventually I realized it was Lil rather than Lit uh-huh. as a small word for small uh-huh. and then it became Naples. And that surely must be Neapolitan, right? I think so. I mean, it's definitely not cherry. No. Something funny is I put in Nantes, too. Did you? I did. Oh, okay. Because, well, for 123, I put in we, W-E-E, and I knew that wasn't right. And so I did. I got the I um, in 127 across stoat in its white winter coat is ermine. Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, maybe it's bit. So then I put in bit. Oh, that's good. So then yeah. I had the T down there, and I had the N and the A, and I thought, oh, maybe it's Nantes. So so that's what I put in. But no, it was not. Yeah. It was Lil. Because otherwise your your revealer would have been to make a bong story short. That's right. It sounds uh-huh. like some sort of a drug classic. Right, yes. <laughs> yes, but no. Um, yeah, I, I didn't. I had never heard that phrase, zush. Zhush, is that how you say it? I'm guessing zhush, zhush. Yeah, definitely. It means I, amp up. Okay. W- right. I maybe, am unfamiliar with that term. Maybe it's it's either very, very new or very, very old. <laughs> I think new. Oh, okay. Um, that's, that would just be my guess. Uh-huh. Well, we're going to have to research both the, the derivation and the pronunciation. Right. I think another uh, candidate for, oh, that's how you pronounce it. Exactly, yes. Um, in that same area, um, 104 down, I had no idea, AFL all-time team member with a law degree. Right. Ron yeah. Mix. Ron Mix. Did you know that? I didn't, but I did look that up after I got the puzzle done. And uh-huh. Yes. He, he was in the NFL. That'd be pretty. That'd be pretty handy. So, like, if he gets tackled and it's unfair, he can go lawsuit. <laughs> I'm suing you. Uh-huh. Once my arm heals, um, <laughs> one thirty across, and and I so obviously I didn't know Ron Mix. Uh, I barely knew AFL, and um, 
That was running into 130 across, name that means king. Mm -hmm. And of course, it's Rex. Yes. But I was thinking of like, I don't know why, I was thinking of like Ray, and I was thinking of Ren. I was thinking of various Star Wars characters. <laughs> and and I just, I f totally forgot about Rex. Uh-huh. Um, which is bad because I had a, a a boyhood friend named Rex. Oh dear! Hard to believe I had friends, but I did indeed, and uh -huh. uh, no idea what happened to Rex. Uh, well, Rex, if you're listening, no, never mind. Um, <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, I started with Ren too because oh. I did not know Ron Mix, but so I thought, well, Ren, Ray, um, you know, I, I was yeah. doing the same thing. So I was do I you know I had Ron Min, and I'm like, that sounds like some sort of a noodle that's gone wrong. Yeah. <laughs> In that same area of the crossword, 114 down, wackadoo, which is my new favorite word of all time. And um, I, f I had it N-U-T-S, oh, and I figured it has to be nutso. Oh, you know, that sounds uh -huh. like something that, that Stan Lee would come up with. But mm -hmm. but 133 across fashion letters, I had D-K-N-O. Uh -huh. <laughs> and so I decided yeah. it had to be nutsy. Uh -huh. Which I don't think is nearly as much fun as nutso. You uh -huh. are nutso. I just uh -huh. think that's a great insult. Uh -huh. Well, I thought nutty, wackadoo would be nutty. Yeah. But then uh, 129 across, asteroid discovered in 1898. I had no idea, but I'm pretty sure they wouldn't name it Erot. Yes. <laughs> so I thought, oh, maybe Eros. That would make more sense. So, yeah, nutsy it is. You know, it's funny you should mention that because... because um, E-rot. We, we had a clue yesterday about, yes, about bit-rot. Bit mm -hmm. I wonder if E-rot is a type of bit-rot. <laughs> yeah. No, that was today. That was 82 across. Was it? Yeah. Phenomenon, also known as data. Oh, right. Bit-rot. Yeah. They wouldn't have had E-rot and bit-rot in the same. <laughs> um, I've yeah. never heard of bit-rot, but I thought, oh, you would know that term. <laughs> so. I think they've used it before. Um and it's something that I can't quite believe in, but I'm sure it's true that the that, that data actually can, like, go bad. You know, uh -huh. a bit gets flipped here and there. Uh -huh. Probably blame it on, on neutrinos or no. gamma rays or something. <laughs> um, there are a couple of fun clues, like 16 across, 000-00-0002 for Mr. Burns on The Simpsons, a bruh. And the answer was SSN yes. for Social Security Number. I, I think that is the most unique clue I've ever seen for uh -huh. SSN. Yeah. And, you know, it's in there a lot. So, But, yeah, that, that was pretty funny. That was fun. Yes. Uh -huh. um, I also had trouble with 20 across. Shire of the Godfather turned out to be Talia. 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 Mm -hmm. Is that a person? Yeah, that's a woman. In The Godfather. She was in The Godfather. Oh, okay. She was also in Rocky. I see. I had, I, when they said Shire, I was thinking, oh. and, and still can, you know, I think of like some, bur some borough of New York or oh, something, uh -huh. like no. Talia Shire, but, no, that's, that's an or Nolita or something. But the trouble is that crossed with seven down Michigan Liberal Arts College. I thought it was Alma. But I wasn't sure, and since mm -hmm. obviously Talia was a no go for me, I had to, I had to convince myself that was right. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, another place where I had distinct problems: one thirty-two across Warren in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Spawn. S P A H N. Yes. You knew that name. I knew that name. Yes. Whoa. 
That meant that you didn't need to work as hard at 119 down. Downton Abbey role was Cora. I knew that one too, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so I don't watch much television, but I did watch Downton Abbey. Well, Cora sounded right. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, I thought it was either Cora or maybe Corey, yeah. but then I thought that would have had a Y in it. Uh-huh. No, Cora. Mm-hmm. Um, 56 across, timid was trepid. Yes, I thought that was a very interesting uh, word. Yeah. Trepid. Have you ever I've, heard it I've before? I've never used that. Have I, you ever? I've used trepidation, but, you know, well, you're kind of. Nervous. You know, kind of un- unsure about proceeding. Mm-hmm. Uh, but trepid as just a singular word, no, I I use the word intrepid from time to time. Oh yes, I've seen. I've used that too. But I've never used the word trepid. Uh-huh. I didn't even realize you could say intrepid without the in. Uh-huh. So that was a surprise to <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Forty-eight across. Great Caesar's ghost was egads, mm-hmm. and I love that phrase. Great Caesar's ghost. Great Caesar's ghost. Yeah, that's. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I think we need more. You know, I wish people. Because profanity is becoming just sort of the standard nowadays. Mm-hmm. I wish more people would go back to saying, great, Caesar's ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. I, I think it takes a special person to be able to pull that off. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, I think you're right. <laughs> um, 112 across, yellow-brown shade was Wheaton. That one was a tricky one. Did you know Wheaton? I didn't. You know, I got the... I thought, what was it, Wheaton? But I've never heard that of that as a color, Wheaton. Uh, I, I think the New York Times just invented it. <laughs> yeah, I think Michael Schlossberg <laughs> is like, it ends in E-N. It's, uh-huh. oh, actually, I'm, I'm sure it's a real word, but uh, it, d- it certainly sounds made up. Yeah. It, well, or that, you know, he ended up with Wheaton. He goes, well, can I make up for a clue for Wheaton? Oh, we'll call it color. <laughs> so, so, no, I'm sure it, it is a color, but it's one I have never heard of. Wasn't there a like a character on Star Trek played Will by Wheaton. Will Wheaton? Yes. I don't think that's how you spell Wheaton though. I don't think I, I think it was W H E A T O N. Maybe. But but yeah, he played um played uh, the Wesley w- Wesley Crusher. Crusher, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. And, and now he and now he does a show on Star Trek, which oh, is does pr- he which really? is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, 63 across, Jewish folklore creature was Gollum, uh-huh. which I remembered because I thought, boy, that's so weird that it's the same name as the, as the, as the chap in, uh, Lord of the Rings. Uh-huh. But that's just sort of the way it goes. Uh-huh. Although I think that was spelled with a U. Gollum. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, this is Gollum. A slight difference then. Uh-huh. Um... Let me see. One last one. Juicy Gossip, 57 down. I went dish. But that's what you do. You dish the dirt, and dirt was, in fact, the right answer. That's correct, yes. That sort of slowed me down Uh there. But, all right. Well, I think that's it for the crossword then. Okay. Uh, A reminder to listeners that on Tuesday we're having our first uh, Triplet Tuesday uh, game we need a we need a contest. Good contest where you'll get to participate, and if you win and let us know, um, and your name is drawn, you might win some incredible Gene and Mike the New York Times crossword swag. Yes. Um, so um, for those of you who are unfamiliar with Triplet Tuesday, it's the game where one of us presents three clues to the answer in decreasing order of difficulty. Those three clues 
are directed to one three-letter answer, and the guess the object is to guess in as few uh, clues as possible, and we right. do it three times. Yep. Um, in order to m- not reveal the answer ahead of time, we will be resorting to some podcasting trickery, and we'll have <laughs> deets on that on Tuesday. Okay. But anyways, you'll definitely want to listen then. And that is it for today. Okay. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Yes. We'll be back again with our cutting-edge analysis of tomorrow's crossword tomorrow. Bye-bye.